I just love the soundtrack to Hope Floats. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Today is Friday, April 28th, and I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Barry at I'm Judson Barry on socials. And let's get into these headlines. Today, could being in the background of an influencer video cause you to get doxxed? We look at a controversial video that has the internet taking sides. Then, nobody's heard from me for months. I'm, in fact, not doing very good. We talk about a TikTok trend that has us all coming back up for air. And later on, a surprise segment from our social scientists. Paris and I are excavating our Insta feeds in a segment called, oh no, Ghosts of the Grid. Oh. Pray for us. (laughs) All this breaking social media news coming up next on The Social Dose. Time to refresh our feeds, so let's take a break. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I'm Paris. And I'm Michael. And you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's get into today's tea on social. Michaela. Yes? I have a problem. Uh, Are you... you, Should you see a doctor? Does this... No. Do you need a colorectal surgeon? I have a compulsive shopping addiction, and it's only (laughs) enabled by the internet, Michael. I bought a YSL tote bag because I saw some Midwestern twink say I needed to get it because it was only $100. And I said, yes, I will buy it immediately. Literally switched apps, (laughs) found the bag, purchased it, switched right back, finished watching the video and continued on my day. I remember when you did that. Are you happy with the tote though? No, we returned it, first of all. The tote was fleece. It wasn't really that cute. And it took like an extra two months to get here because that video popped off and so many people ordered that bag. Oh my God. Is this a common occurrence for you? Like, do you buy a lot of things because you see them on TikTok? Yes, because I see them and advertising works. And I'm like, oh, thank you for finally bringing me something I do want to spend money on. Yeah, you know? Because a lot same. of times it's bullshit, but sometimes they get you good. They really do. Tombolo, I'm looking at you. What have you bought on TikTok or Insta? I, I remember last summer I bought like five things from Banana Republic because I saw a Get Ready With Me video and he it was all mm. Banana Republic. Like I think it was sponsored for them and it was so cute. And so I immediately went over and bought like four polos and a couple of pairs of shorts. And I don't shop very often. So I actually needed yeah. it. That's good. I love if you're also a TikTok shopper, if you follow Hope Scope on YouTube, she does a lot of TikTok made me buy it videos. And I know my sister is a big fan and she sent me these and she was like, Michael, you have to watch these. She had a whole 90s one where she specifically oh. bought things on TikTok that were all 90s themed. It's great. Like Hope Scope. Like a Fantastic. sky dancer? Uh, yeah. I think the first one she did, you know, those little like crinkly shirts that fit everybody. But when you take yes. them out of the box, they look like the size that would fit like a Barbie. They're so small. But then they stretch out to fit literally any size. Did TikTok make her buy that? Well, or did nostalgia make her buy that? <laughs> I think it was a double whammy in that regard. <laughs> well, Michael, let's get into these stories. Yes, let's do it. First up, our top story. Who's on first? 
I actually don't know, but I do know that these girls were on one at the Astros game. How did an at first banal selfie video turn into a home run for views and social media fodder? Michael Judson Berry reports. Yes, at Jackie La Bonita was thrown a curveball when some girls noticed that they were being taped in the background of her selfie. And in the video, the girls, they flip her off, they mock her, they make fun of her, they film her, they straight up call her lame. And in the video, she has text written over that says, watch my confidence disappear after these random girls make fun of me for taking pics. And the, mm. the video now has 40 million views. Like this is huge. And a lot of yeah. people are, it's causing a real conversation as to like, who's the bad guy here? Whose behavior is most appropriate? How do we feel about this? So Paris, how do yeah. we feel about this? So on one hand, I am somebody who, if I ever notice that somebody in my vicinity or like in front of me is taking a group photo or a selfie, I will always be in that photo eating everyone else alive just by <laughs> serving so much face and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, and a lot of times people will like look at the photo and be like, oh my God, who is this? And they, they turn around and then I wave to them and then it's a big laugh. So I think uh-huh. something like that can be fun, harmless and fine. I think here it's a little bit different because the girls seemingly were a little bit nasty, seemingly were a little bit of a bully. And as a result of this, they have been receiving a lot of like backlash. Like people have been doxing them. And for those of you listening, if you don't know what doxing is, it's like where you find somebody's like full name, phone number and home address and then put it out on the internet for people that maybe aren't fans of that person to then harass in a way that is not good at all. And we should not be doxing people. No. How do you feel about this, Michael? So at first I thought it was a little bit staged because of the video. Because it seems like she's talking to someone as if somebody is filming for her, like somebody in the row in front of her is holding her phone so she can take selfies and make content because she does. They went to her page and she does a lot of like fashion makeup style content where she like goes to TJ Maxx and finds cute things or like she reviews makeup. So she is like a fashion beauty influencer. So I understand why she would be doing a lot of selfie type things here. But the lighting is so perfect. The angle is so perfect. And there's no one else sitting around her. So these girls are perfectly in view. So it almost doesn't feel real. But then I don't think it's real. You don't think because it seems like the backlash though is very the backlash is real these girls. So if Mm -hmm. they were in on this, then this really backfired on them. Uh, because people did find these girls and they're really trying to mess them up to the point where people are yeah. like, dragging their businesses, which I think that's like by far a step too far. Don't take down an entire business just because you hate their one employee. You know, I'll be honest, take down any business. I don't give a oh. shit. Take down a business. <laughs> businesses will survive. You know what I mean? Fuck a business. <laughs> but I'm not here protecting people... businesses. <laughs> but I feel like this started out as a staged thing because these girls came together and all knew that this would go viral because it's it's very fake to me. The acting of okay. the girl who's like, watch my confidence fade. I'm like, you're the girl from Spy Kids. Like, you have confidence. No one's buying it, Belinda. And then, like, how <laughs> overt the girls in the background were about their bullying, quote unquote. I was like, this is so... And the framing, of course. That's a, a really mm-hmm. good call up. The framing is, like, perfectly composed that it's the subject of the video off to the side for no reason. You wouldn't make a video with you off to the side and the girls in the mm-hmm. background perfectly in frame. I don't know. Um, but... If you want, at Chief Nosy Bystander did a full explanation video of this, breaking it down. Uh, if, if you would like more. You know who retweeted this that I saw who? on my timeline? 
Cardi B. What? <laughs> Cardi B saw this video. So at one oh point, the girl has like a huge, like, I don't know, Super Bowl ring or something on, like a big fat ugly yeah. ring. Okay. And Cardi B says, I would have put that ring to use. And it's like, well, Cardi, we know you would have. Yeah. Like Cardi would have turned around and have. just been like, gotten in these girls' faces. Yeah. And not just sat there and taken it. Yeah. Or even just like, hey, look at this ring that I have and you don't. You know? It doesn't have to be violent. It could just be petty. Yeah. But just like, I think there's a commentary on people, like the fact that it took people minutes to find these girls and to stage like a full scale attack on them. You can dox anybody these days. It's just like the power of the internet. So if you are going to like jump in the background of somebody's video and do something silly, like be real careful how you do it. Like do it Emma Thompson style. Like whenever she was on a red carpet, remember she did that to, it was like the Oscars of the Golden Globes one whole season where she just sort of ran around red carpets with her shoes off, just like getting in other celebrity videos and celebrity interviews and stuff. Do you remember this? It's the most adorable thing. Watch, like, Emma Thompson is when she was nominated for being Mr. Banks, or saving Mr. Banks. And she basically was just like, I'm going to be the anti-celebrity this, take off my high heels and just sort of run around red carpets and just, like, photobomb celebrities. But it's Emma Thompson, so it's adorable. Um, That's cute. If you're going to do it, be more like Emma Thompson. Don't be like these girls calling this girl lame, you know? Yeah, be playful. Have fun with it. Be part of the joke. Don't make somebody else the butt of the joke. Because then you look like an asshole. And then you get yeah. doxxed, which obviously we don't condone doxing and you shouldn't be doxing. No. But so. it happens. People are crazy. Yeah. Here we are. Just imparting our wisdom to selves upon thee in this moment. I'm proud of you, Michael, for at least suspecting that this video was staged. Because that means your signals, <gasps> right. your your senses are getting sharper. I'm getting I'm better. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at context clues. I'm learning from you, Paris. I think we have to just really go back to the root of all this. And it's like, why would you post this video? As soon as I saw it on my timeline and it was like, watch my confidence slowly fade while these girls make fun of me. The literally I said out loud, boo hoo, bitch. And then Uh, I scrolled away and then I actually went back because I was like, well, Uh let me just see. Because she did look a Uh little bit sad. And then I watched it more. And that's when I started thinking it was staged. But it's like, you're posting Uh this for attention, to be a victim, to like, I don't know, fight bullying. What, what, What was the point of this? That's a really good point. That's the thing. It it feels a little bit like this was posted specifically so these girls could get dragged. Like, there is Mm. sort of a messy aspect to this where she was like, you know what? I'm just going to stir some shit up and post this. So I don't know how we feel about that either. And people are kind of on both sides with it. Yeah, I don't really like any of it. This feels like a lose-lose situation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is why your instinct was to scroll past it. Full of losers. Yes, my instincts were correct. Yeah. Don't dox people, listeners. Besties, if you want to dox somebody, don't do it. Instead, yeah. tell us why you want to dox them at thesocialdosepodcast.com, and then we can decide if they should be doxed. Yes. Dox this pussy bitch. <laughs> That's a quote from Gia Gunn from RuPaul's Drag Race. And with that, we'll take a quick break. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. And we're back. Breaking news. You may not have heard from me lately, but I'm doing awesome, by the way. This trend about disappearing from your phone for months or hours or even seconds is blowing up on TikTok. Maybe we should all have spent some of our era's ticket money on therapy. Paris with more. That's right, Michael. This trend on TikTok is using the song Call It What You Want off of Taylor Swift's Reputation album, specifically the lyrics, All the liars are calling me one. Nobody's heard from me for months. I'm doing better than I ever was. And people are kind of reappropriating this lyric to showcase the chronically online culture we live in, where uh-huh. even being away from your phone for just a few minutes can be cause for concern for some. Yeah. <laughs> These videos are fun, they're harmless, they're not doxing anybody. And it's a little bit of like a self-drag or like a trauma dump. It has that same energy. Yeah. It's like a mild trauma dump, which we're always here for a trauma dump on the social dose. But this is like Honestly, a yeah. fun one where it is sort of like, like you said, like roasting yourself. It's like a mini dump. Which I think, or kind of roasting your friends in a fun way. Yes. <laughs> it's like calling out people <laughs> in general who are just chronically on their phones. Like, I love the example from... Uh, NB queen, Jonathan Von Ness, mm-hmm. who did it. And it's me after a two hour flight with no Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know, and that was the caption, which also, oh my God. I knew I was addicted to my phone when I got on a, an American Airlines flight and their Wi-Fi wouldn't work. And oh. it killed me. I was like, well, what am I going to do for the next four hours? Oh, Read a book, God. which I then did because I always have a book. But I was like, how will I live without checking to see if I got DM'd? I am so sorry that that happened to you. I know. This is why I fly United. Their Wi-Fi works. And you heard it here first, folks. Docs <laughs> American Airlines. So sad. <laughs> because your you trauma, looked Michael. genuinely sad for me. Like, that was like that a was horrible acting. thing. They took away the Wi-Fi <laughs> and there wasn't a movie. We were left to just, like, conversation and literature. You were basically on the Oregon Trail. Got it. I was. And and I, I did also get dysentery. And you have the typhoid to prove it. Yes, and I did kill a bison. So I loved the one from at Ray Ray B 1999, who had it. Nobody's heard from me for months. And then in parentheses, I literally cannot shut up if my life depended on it. And then I was doing better than I ever was. And then in parentheses, I need therapy, but it's too expensive. Like, mm-hmm. True. Therapy's I very like- expensive. <laughs> Bessie, this is a very easy trend for you to hop on to. Uh, find the sound, make your own video, and let us know if you do hop onto this trend and let us know at the socialdosepodcast.com, girl. Yeah. Or boy, or them. Let's hop into our final story. This one's a surprise segment. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, gosh, me too. Listeners, we have a confession to make. When social media wasn't cool, neither were our posts. Speak for yourself, Michael, but to keep us humble, our social (laughs) scientists have set up a lovely walk down memory lane in a segment that we are calling Ghosts of the Grid. We're going Mm. back in time to some of our oldest Instagram posts and examining them now with our 2023 content creator vision, you know, as influential social media content creators. And we will decide whether these ghosts can exist on our spiritual plane in peace, aka they're a friendly ghost, or if they need to be exercised from the grid and they're an evil post. Shall we begin, Michaela? I'm yes. nervous. I can't wait. I hope at least some of these are Caspers and they're nice. Okay, wait. 
It says here in the summary that I have a total of 645 Instagram posts and you, Michaela, have 2,235, which to me is insane. I'm older than you, though. I was there at, like, the birth of Instagram. (laughs) Okay, but I feel like I was probably on Instagram before you. No, I was there pretty early. I invented it. You invented it. Anyway, let's get into this. So the first post, Paris. Now, I, mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to describe this. It's a photo because remember, this is OG Instagram, so it's just pictures. It's it's a cropped picture where it mm-hmm. starts at Paris's nose and it goes mm-hmm. down to your waist. You're wearing a very low-cut gray t-shirt that's like buttoned, but it's unbuttoned. You have a snake tattoo on your neck, like a shiny snake tattoo. You have a big old grin with that chiseled jaw. And you have a necklace that says in very large letters, haters gonna hate. I kind of love this picture because it looks like an Urban Outfitters ad, honestly, to me. I stand by this post. This is still an iconic photo to me. My Uh snaggle tooth was fully snaggling that day. Uh And this was actually the first photo of me that ever really went viral because my friend Danielle took this and she was Uh Tumblr famous at the time. And she actually made this necklace, the haters gonna hate necklace, based off of the meme. Remember when haters gonna hate was a big meme? That's why it's in impact font. This photo got all over Tumblr, like hundreds of thousands of reblogs and whatnot. And I was like, ew, am I internet famous? So Uh this to me, she can stay. I stand by her. She's a friendly ghost. Okay, what's next? So the caption is, Panther's Hollow is my second home. Mm. And it's a selfie. It's a very like, you know, arm out selfie of Paris giving like total like, you're looking into the sun. So your eyes are actually in shadow. Your hair is like a green purple. And it's very short on the sides and long on top, sort of flying up as if you're in a wind. And honestly, the sound of this photo is, again, this looks like an ad for American Eagle. Besties, wait, go to our pages right now and we're going to have these posted for you, at least on our stories, so you can see the photos as we talk about them. Yes. Once again, I stand by her. And this was right after I quit modeling and dyed my hair blue because I was never allowed to do that in modeling. This mm-hmm. is a very friendly ghost. Also, your lips, my God. I know. What happened? Where did they go? Oh, <laughs> so, so far, one. I'm two for two. I You're stand two by You're two for me. two. I don't know how I feel about this last one, though. Oh, well. <laughs> this caption is cliff dive into the highway. So this is when you were fully in your Edward Cullen era, right? So, friends, again, this is like, this looks like it was a still from an old camcorder Blair Witch style film. Because mind you, this was 2011. This was back when you actually used the Instagram filters, like the heavy filters. And this is definitely a filter where it's like very faded on the edges and very bright in the middle. Paris is sitting on, looks like the bottom of a hill in the grass, smoking a cigarette. He's wearing dark jeans, black boots, a black jacket. And it looks like sort of a lacy black shirt underneath with jewelry. The hair is blonde again, very short looking up into the camera with, and you're so pale because of the filter. And it's like, Mm. kind of giving dead behind the eyes. Like you straight up look like a cool vampire smoking on a hill. But like in 1993, what do we give this one? I stand by her still, even though I will say if I had to kill her, I would because of the cigarettes of it all. But I used to smoke cigarettes Uh in college. We all did. But the fact that they were Camel Crush, I'm like, that's not even how I identify anymore. (laughs) But I was that girl at one point. Also, this post only has five likes. It's giving a little spooky. This was like my goth grunge era. Okay, because you have that gorgeous model photo right before this, and then this one is a little like, huh. It's versatility. She's giving range. She can do both. She's a friendly ghost, and I would have deleted her if I didn't want her to stay. 
So all of your ghosts are friendly. Some friendlier than others. Some friendlier than others, but none of them are evil. All right, go on to mine, darling. Let's see. Okay, I have not scrolled through these yet, so I'm looking at these for the first time. Michael Judson Berry. Oh God, this first one. Okay. (laughs) It's a photo of you in front of a sign for Comic-Con. Oh no, it actually is the sign attached to your body. There's a sign that says Comic-Con have tickets. The lighting is garbage. The, there's like a oh. lens flare. You can barely yeah. tell that it's you in the photo. This is from 2012. Uh, yeah. Michael, how do you feel about this image? Okay, this is when I was working at Comic-Con. I was supposed to be the sign holder for where you went to get tickets. And I got tired of holding it, so I shoved it in the back of my hat, my baseball hat, so it stuck oh, up. Oh, I see. And the selfie, the, cam- the angle is like way down below. Yeah, and I'm like angrily looking into it. I think I was mad at my situation, and this was my way of expressing it. It, you do look angry. You're kind of like biting your lower lip. You're looking downwards. It's a very not Michael photo. It, I yeah. wouldn't recognize you from this. Okay, so are you going to exercise her from the timeline? Goodbye. She's gone. Oh, okay, let me scroll to the next one. Oh my God, you look like a baby. Oh. <laughs> okay, so besties, this is a photo of Michael Judson Berry at age no older than 12. He couldn't be. <laughs> Um, with his eyebrows really doing something, baby face, no facial hair, maybe a little scruff, just about to deep throat the world's largest <laughs> slice of pizza. <laughs> with wide eyes, terror, on. as if something yeah. just went up his ass. <laughs> um, I still have this sweater, by the way, rare, regularly. It's a green sweater. I believe. <laughs> I remember I was out for pizza with my friend Claire in, and Claire and Olga in Washington, D.C., and it was the biggest slice of pizza I'd ever seen in my life. That's what's going on. And I think this is kind of funny. I love this. I it like brings her. back memories. Like my eyebrows, the in-between, because I before I got into plucking, so I shaved them in between. So they're the exact oh. width of a razor. Wait, Michael, I did that too in high school. I used to take we my all did. face razor, go right up the middle, and then yep. my eyebrows were so far apart. That explains yep. why your eyebrows look so notable here. Yep. And I think I was using like a cherry chapstick at the time because someone told me I had nice lips. So my lips look like I have <laughs> lipstick on. I mean, there's lips so many. Thank you. But this is just, it, to me, like totally captures that moment of like poor life choices that like are now funny. <laughs> Aw. Okay, so what do you say? Friendly ghost or evil post? I say friendly ghost. Also, that pizza was so good. I still remember it. This is a good pick. I love her. Yeah. Okay, the last one. Ready? Okay. (gasps) Oh my God. You found it. I can't. Okay, this last (laughs) post is of Michael Judson Berry in the famed blue contacts that his mom got him for Christmas so that he would look more like Ryan Reynolds. No, Jake Gyllenhaal. So he could look more like Jake Gyllenhaal. That's right. And I'm not going to lie, it's chilling. It's terrifying. You kind of look like Kennedy Davenport. Remember when she had those contacts that kept drifting? Because you're definitely not looking in the same direction. One of these eyes is wonky. (laughs) Michael, care to explain? I don't know what I was thinking. I, I, and I'm like in a, I'm somewhere, oh no, I was in my car and that's me looking in the rearview mirror, taking a close-up selfie in the rearview mirror of my car. And it says, the caption was horror movie shot. It was a dark and stormy night. It's very dark. It's very spooky. And people liked it. And uh, I don't know what I was thinking. You were just feeling yourself, which means you were just driving wearing these contacts. You were just wearing them one day. And I must have caught myself in the rearview mirror and was like, damn, I look gorgeous. Let me take a- Oh, you gave yourself a a fright. (laughs) More likely, I scared myself. 
It's scary to me. You have such beautiful brown eyes. Never cover them up. <laughs> okay, friendly ghost or evil post. Final say. Ah, uh, evil post. I think it's got to go. Fair. Fair. Yeah. We've come a long but way. But not entirely your fault, we can say. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm surprised our social scientists didn't pull up the phase that I had where I would just take pictures of dead animals I would see on the side of the road. Wait, for real? You did that? There's a lot of dead animals if you go way back around that oh. same time. Yeah. Wow, little, Paris. You're, it got you're... to a point where people were asking me, they're like, hey, are you killing the animals? And I was like, oh God, no. Okay, little did we know, you get spookier by the moment. I have always been very dark-sided on the inside. And I present yeah. as very like commercial and like, ha like, white strips. Oh no. I feel like yeah. if Celine Dion were here, she'd be like, it's spooky, scary. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and with that... Everyone, thank you so much for joining us on this soul-searching journey. Yes, we learned a lot about each other today. Wait, Michael, what is that? What is, is that? that? <gasps> is that a... I th- we have message a message. From our listeners? It <gasps> is. Oh my God. We have a message. I'm so excited. Okay, this is from Drew. Drew said, Hey, Paris and Michael, have you seen the video where the guy passes his phone back to get a girl's number at a baseball game? Do you think this is real? And we're going to put the link to this video in the show notes, Bestie, so you can all watch this with us. Yes. But basically, it's people at a sports football game and a man with great seats has a hand. It's like a whole like chain of people who pass his phone back to like a girl rows many back. rows back so that he can get her number. And they're all sort of invested and she's all embarrassed and cute. And she does. She gives her number and they all hand the phone back down to him. Then he calls her to make sure it's the right number. And she actually answers and it works. If this is real, this is so cute. I think this is real. Her reaction looks genuine. I also think this is real. I think this is genuine because it's not that great. It's not (laughs) well-framed or well-shot. It's just a real moment that somebody tried to capture. They did their best to capture it, and they got the job done. Uh I think this is a legitimate video. I think this is something that straight people do at games. Um, (laughs) This is probably a normal mating ritual for them, and we love to see it. Drew... Thank you for sending this in to us. Besties, if you want to have Michael in Paris decide whether or not a video is staged, visit us at thesocialdosedpodcast.com. All right. I need to go review the first thousand pictures on my Instagram just to see when I finally learned how to pluck my eyebrows. It will be an anniversary that I will celebrate every single year. And I need to go back and archive my dead animal photo journey and possibly start a new Finsta for dead animals. I was going to say, happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. The Social Dose is a Something Else and Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Danielle Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. The show is engineered by Paul Brogdon, Gulliver Lawrence Tickle, and Jay Beal. Music by Dom Jones. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.